All right. So, Ohio State played Penn, Penn State last night. Ugh, garbage, hot trash game. <sighs> you know, uh, you know when I when I think about Columbus, um, you know I I try to I try to focus on the good stuff. You know I haven't haven't been back in a while, but uh, yeah. you know I think about you know like Donato's pizza. Oh, it's delicious pizza. Hound Dogs Pizza, also. Oh, Hound Dogs! Look at this. Okay, I haven't had Hound Dogs in a long time. Yeah, you know, like, you know, there's a Buckeye tree in my my yard, my front yard. Yeah, it's all good memories. I think about, you know, I I, li- I live close to um to a public library that had um had free internet before my family got a computer. Yeah, they did. They Over there. Try to focus on the good. Because <laughs> that, that is like all I have to like sustain me. Wow. During moments. Like this. Era, yeah, like, uh, like, uh, yeah, it was. <sighs> That was a tough one. That was a real tough one. It was so frustrating to watch that game. So frustrating. Like, I don't know what's happening with the offense, man. It's not doing anything. Yeah, that was a surprising offensive performance. I mean, I mean, was it, is it just me, or did it seem like there was, like, a lot of, like, um like really long passes in, in like the second half. There were a lot of really long passes from both sides in the second half. Yeah. Um, most of ours were incomplete. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, there was a big no call the pass interference, no call, but no way it went in which in Penn state's favor. That was on that. That was on that final drive. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it really shouldn't have come down to that. We messed up, too. Like, like that final drive, we had that first down. He he had, like, a 20-yard run, and then it comes back because of the false start. It's, like, shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah, you know, we got – so after – I mean, I don't even – it's hard for me to even bring up the the blocked. Oh, God. But even even after that, like, we had four minutes – Right, we had a chance. So I was, I was like, oh, this is fine. I was stressed out, but I was like, all right, we got a chance. Four minutes is so much time, and it just like I couldn't get anything going. And yeah, I, I, I don't know, like if it was the crowd noise. I mean, that crowd was hell alive. They were. I give them that. Which I get. You know, they're in you know they're in State College, Pennsylvania. It's this is basically all they have. It is, but um, I don't know. But the offense has looked out of rhythm for probably the last three games. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know it's the new. 
we lost all those starters. Against Wisconsin, they didn't look good. But I was like, all right, Wisconsin's defense is really good. And against Indiana, they didn't look good. This game, they don't look good. It's, and this is a problem. We can't continue. We got to score some points, man. 21 points is like nothing. Yeah. And it just like, it sucks that college football is is so cutthroat that if you lose one game, you know you have no chance at the championship, basically. Right. It's such a small margin of error. Now we have one loss and we cannot afford to lose again. Um, yeah. I think there's who's still undefeated. Michigan, Clemson, and West Virginia's looking good, so they're coming through. Um, West Virginia? Yeah. They're, um, what, what conference? Are they in the ACC? Um, Big 12. I don't know what oh, they're yeah. ranked now. They blew out TCU. Uh, let me see what last week's ranking was. Okay. Uh, so they move up. Fuck. They just but released the, the AP Top 25. Oh, uh, yeah. And Washington's pretty good, too. So Michigan's number two. Ohio State's down all the way to six? Six. Which is actually, that's not as far as I thought we were going to go. But, um, but Wisconsin is at 11 at five and two. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they got two good losses. Yeah, I don't know. Michigan's competition hasn't really been that impressive. Mm, not really. Their biggest win is probably the Wisconsin win. Yeah. And they have, I think they have Michigan State, us. Um, yeah, they got Michigan State next week. That should and, be. They have, and they have one more game, I think. I don't know who. I think they only have, I think they have three left. Yeah. Maybe Nebraska. Maybe they play Nebraska. I don't know. Probably someone like Minnesota or some shit. Yeah, but oh, man, that was tough. Yeah, the blocked field goal, unbelievable. Blocked field goal and blocked punt. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for those kickers, both of those kickers. I was like, they they should consider just staying in state college <laughs> and, and transferring because <laughs> I'm going back to Columbus. They're gonna, they're gonna have some problems. I mean, that blocked uh, that blocked field goal was so fast. I think I had turned away, like right before the ball was snapped, and I looked back, and I see that guy streaking down the sideline into the end zone. Right. I was completely confused. <laughs> it's like, yeah, did it? Did I, did, I, did I black out for thirty minutes? What's going on? I was. I was looking around. What happened? What happened? Where, where and I had to wait for the replay. It's like, oh man, they just bowled through everybody. It's like they, it was so fast they were in the backfield. How'd they get back there so fast? Yeah. Like that push was amazing. But you know what happens? It's tough. I mean, realistically though, the more I watch Alabama, the more unbeatable they look. They just are getting better. Each week, I, which is I scary. haven't even been following uh, oh any of the SEC. Have you actually been watching their games? I watched part of yesterday's game because that was the other 
Um, that was like the big game besides, you know, our game. Right. Um, they were going up against an undefeated Texas A&M, which was supposed to be a close game. They just fucking smacked them. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter who they play. Like, the last game was supposed to be close, too. Remember, Tennessee thought they could handle nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I did call that. On last, you did. Last week's I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I also said that OSC was going to beat Wisconsin by, like, 21. Yeah, I think both of us said, I think I said like 10 or something. Yeah. It's much closer than that. Um, so, I mean, like, it's clear, it seems pretty clear that, you know, Michigan State, not so good. That Michigan no. will probably, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to, I can't even they say They probably it. will, but you never know. I mean, it's a rivalry game. They, they both really hate each other. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess, yeah, if they, so if they lose... Sorry, when they lose to us. <laughs> Assuming they're undefeated going into that, we'll each have one loss. Unless, even if, I don't think, even if Nebraska's undefeated, I don't see how you don't put us back in the top of the Big Ten. Unless this, think about this scenario, right? Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin keeps winning. Wisconsin wins uh, their side of the conference. Gets right. into the championship. Gets into the championship game. Beats yeah, yeah. either Ohio State or Michigan. And now you have a two-loss Wisconsin team as the Big Ten champion. Right. What do you that, do with them? That would be interesting because, like you know, you still got to consider OSU or Michigan to leapfrog right. like, them. They could possibly like. Let's see. Yeah. So either one of us could have one, probably realistically, one to two losses after if they lose to Wisconsin. Right. In the championship game. Right. But then do you. But I don't know. But then it's so tough, I guess. Like, okay. I see what you're saying. So the, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, if you count the championship loss, then it would be everyone would be two loss. Right. And then they would have split their other one because they lost to both Michigan and Ohio State. But if they beat one of them in a the championship game, then it's a split. You know, I mean, that might be a situation where it's like, um, where uh, two years ago, where it's like, you know, what happened with the Big Twelve? It's just like, you know, fuck it, just we'll just put uh, Washington in there. It could if Clemson keeps winning, and then they just have Washington, Alabama. I don't know who's doing well in the in the Big Twelve though. Is anyone undefeated? Just West Virginia and Oklahoma's looking better now. Yeah. But no, Oklahoma's not getting to the playoff. No. Yeah, West Virginia, I don't know, I didn't I forgot to look at the new poll. But they this week they were twelve. They're probably the, moving the up. The new AP top twenty five? Yeah, the one that just came. Like right okay. now, right? Yeah. So I have it up now. So Baylor is actually the the top team from um oh wait. Yeah, from the Big Twelve. They're undefeated, so? They're undefeated. So Baylor's 8, Texas A&M is 9, and then West Virginia's 10. Oh, Louisville's up there. Dang. I thought they had fallen down. No, dang, yeah, Louisville's still number 5. Penn State now in the top 25. Dang, 
Nebraska Seven. Gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Do they do they still play the the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship game in? Uh, was it Lucas Oil in Indianapolis? I think so. I was trying to think about that. They're Is just that gonna keep was? that's that's where it's that been like last the last year? few years, every year. Probably, unless they take it. I, mean, I don't know where else they would go. I guess um, because it's sort of in the middle. Yeah, they want it indoor somewhere. I guess you could play like at Minnesota Stadium, right? The indoor professional, the Viking Stadium. Um. Oh, the the new one. Yeah. Oh, because it has to be indoor. I see. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be, but I think they like it. Yeah. And they want it to, and they want it on whatever a neutral field. So. Right. Yeah, and they know Indiana's never gonna. Neither Indiana, neither Indiana or Purdue is ever going to make it. Dang. So. Wow. Listen to that Indiana slander. Please. <laughs> be happy with their fucking basketball reputation. It's still coasting on that shit with their fucking fucked up Republican <laughs> coach abusing players. <laughs> they still riding on that. Man. Still. Still, did yeah. they? Yeah, and the they and the movie Hoosiers, yeah, and the movie Hoosiers. <laughs> when did that movie come out? Oh man, that was the eighties, right? You know, if, I mean, like, God damn, how old is Gene Hackman? Um, my guess is like seventy-five. Like, right. he was like in his fifties in that movie. No. You don't think so? He looked young in that movie. I've never actually seen the movie, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. Gene Hackman. I don't know, but he looks old. It's He's good. You should watch it. You should watch it. Eh. Is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Eh. <laughs> it's rather, I'm not going to push it on you, but... Rather just... I, I mean, if it's if it's between that and, like, watching The Departed again. Oh. <laughs> or watching Inglorious Bastards again? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. I should watch that again. <laughs> Although I have, you know, I have the DVD and I can't find it. I think I I remember bringing it over to um, the apartment of this this uh, someone I used to date. I think I might have mm. left it there it a couple of years ago. Wow. Oh. Go get it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no going back there. Bridge has been burned. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, just gotta gotta chalk that chalk that one up to the game. Uh, take that loss, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's alright. You can always buy a new one. Yeah, and I, I actually only know this because a buddy of mine wanted to borrow it. 
Um, uh, and I so then I was like I was looking for it, and I was like, wait. And then it all came back. It all came flooding back. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the um, what's the scene in uh, is it in the Usual Suspects at the end? Oh, and it's like. <laughs> Kobayashi. Looking around that detective's office, right? And he sees all yeah. everything. It's like <gasps> Kobayashi, the, the the barbershop quartet. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. That was a pretty good scene. I like that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. That's a good, that's a good movie. High quality. That was like um, what's his face, Benicio del Toro's like first big movie. Yeah, mumbling all around. Yeah. Finn. I think he's mumbling because he didn't bother to learn his lines. <laughs> Director was like, "Oh, that's wonderful, good technique, Benicio." Oh, that's Thanks. oh man, so innovative. <laughs> How do you see your character? Uh, well, uh, eyes all bloodshot. Coming came in late. Well, um, someone you're not really supposed to understand, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone you're not supposed to understand. Go on, go on. Uh, well, you know, I I'd prefer to like I don't even want to talk about it too much. I'd rather save it for for the shoot. <laughs> I'd rather save it. Yeah, just gonna keep you surprised. You know, keep yeah. you on your toes. Keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, he was good in that. And then also that guy. That there's that actor who um he played the cop in Pulp Fiction, uh, the fucked up cop, uh, and uh, he's also in Usual Suspects. When I remember he flicks a cigarette at Stephen Baldwin. Um, apparently, like I read, it, like was beating around the, the production, like he actually flicked and hit Stephen Baldwin in the face with a lit cigarette. What? Yeah, I don't know how they they get away with that, like. Seems like you should have a stunt. Oh, yeah. I mean, what would it be? Right? You can't have anything else. Um, yeah, I think it, it was, I think he was supposed to flick it like near him and <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't do enough like, reps. No, nah, he's got to keep it real. Didn't get, his gotta be authentic. didn't get his thousand reps in before just to make sure he was able to flick in the appropriate direction. <laughs> Get those reps and didn't put in his ten thousand hours. I'm looking at cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's somewhere there's a kid out in like Idaho now. He's just like he's getting his ten thousand hours and on on flicking a cigarette. So by the time they get around to rebooting, the usual suspects will be ready to go. <laughs> I got my part. I'm in, I'm in here. Check this out. Yeah. So precise of it. Yeah. Get you right in the eye. I'm supposed to hit him in the eye, right? No. <laughs> Just by his head, right by his head. Oh man, I've been practicing with a dummy, and I've been hitting him in the eye all the time for ten thousand hours. <laughs> it's supposed to go by his head. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to hit someone in the eye with a lit cigarette. What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Well, you know, I just like, I'm playing a gangster, right. right? It's like that's what a real cop would do, right? Right? <laughs> well, he's not a cop in The Usual Suspects. Dang, see, messed up. You haven't actually seen the movie, have you? 
I don't even remember that part. I've okay. seen the movie. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I think we can move on. Yo, D Rose is free. D Rose is back. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a perfect segue into and start of the NBA season. <laughs> D Rose uh, is back. He's rejoined yeah, the, first, the Knicks. The first game is Cleveland or New York at Cleveland. Mm. Um, if they, I mean, the health concern is an is an obvious issue with Rose and Noah, but if they're healthy, I, they could, I I could see them making the playoffs. Um, I don't see why not in the East. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be like you know seven or eighth seed, but yeah, I think they can definitely get in there. I feel pretty yeah. good about it, actually. Yeah, I mean, not that I really care. Like, I don't know, the Knicks. I mean, we we live in New York, so they're right. They're on the, yeah. the radar, of course. But um, yeah, they could. It'll be interesting. I think. I mean, I like. I mean, you know how I feel about Noah. Joking, <laughs> party and party time. Partying, party boy, yeah. Man, that, that dance was way too much. I guess. I guess for the listeners, it. Um, assuming there are listeners, um, <laughs> assuming this is actually recording um, <laughs> with my new headset. Um, Ohio State basketball played Florida in the final uh, March Madness tournament final. I know these terms. Um, and you can do it. That was the, <laughs> I'm gonna get there. So that was the final. That was the OSU team that had Greg Oden, Mike Conley. Um, who else was it? Was there anyone else who made the league from that team? Um, no. Yeah, but then the Florida team had Joakim Noah and Al Horford, and they had won the previous year. Yeah, they were a good team. It's a real good team. Yeah, but. After after they won, they were on the courts and they were uh, interviewing players. And the, were they interviewing Al Horford? No, they were interviewing Joakim. I think Al Horford was just kind of hanging around. And then he just completely disregarded the, the question and just started dancing. He did this really bizarre dance <laughs> to celebrate. Completely bizarre. And they were still trying to interview him while he's in the middle of this wild dance and that that was like him like dancing on our grave because you know we haven't had that much success I mean we've been good OSU basketball but (sighs) man that that dance dance was so weird (laughs) that was you know when you're when you're like a popular you know, basketball player, you come from a, a pretty rich family. You don't actually have to learn how to dance to oh, okay. to attract women. <laughs> like he doesn't seem like a silver spoon type type dude, but but he is. Um, but the thing, the the other angle to that is like, wait, wasn't I, he wearing like a towel wrapped around his head too? Or something? Yeah, he had a towel on his on his head. Some which the towel I think the towel actually stayed on during the dance somehow. 
the towel should have said nope. Just it was like rampant. Oh, I'm watching it now. I'm oh, you're watching it. Oh gosh. Is there a towel on his head? Yeah. Look at him. These announcers don't even know what to do. Billy Donovan is just sitting there like, uh, that's the coach. He's confused. Yeah. Everyone's confused. Vern Lundquist is just laughing. The other, everyone else just stepped away. And he just keeps going. Then he throws that's his the hat. thing. It's like, yeah, he threw his hat up. Yeah. He doesn't stop. <laughs> that's probably like his dance. Like when he's at like parties and shit. Like <laughs> he probably does that. And he thinks it's. <laughs> He thinks it's good. <laughs> like, yeah, he thinks it's like the thing to do. <laughs> to, to paraphrase Rick Fraze from the Rick Jones. Oh my God, Rick James from the Chappelle Show sketch, where he's like, "I'm not just gonna slap someone like it's like it's something to, like a thing to do." Now I'm watching him do all types of other dances. God. So the thing, but the thing is, like, as a player in the NBA, like, I do actually, like, I, he's the kind of guy, the player that I would typically like because, like, he's kind of raw, but he's really loyal to his teammates and. Oh no! Absolutely, he's great he's to like have a, on the team. Yeah, he's like, a, like a Kevin Garnett. Whoa! Did you hear that? Right. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. Okay, that was really weird. But um, like Kevin Garnett with like half the talent. Um. Oh, and I don't, yeah. I don't know if you saw the story. It's funny that he was apparently a big fan of Kevin Garnett, and so when he got to the NBA, I think uh, let's see, so that was '07. So I guess Garnett would have gone to. The, he was probably on the Celtics at that point. That was his first. By '07. Yeah. Because the Celtics won in yeah they won in 2008. But anyway, um, he like apparent so um, the Bulls played Celtics and Noah went up to him either before the game or after the game and Kevin Garnett was just like he's like oh man I'm, I'm a big fan big fan of your game and he's just like basically just like fuck the fuck out of my face fuck you <laughs> yeah you can <laughs> yeah you can't oh, I mean you guys. Can we go and ask the type of person you guys do that, like, on the weekend or on the street or something? He's not going to yeah. talk to you in a game, before a game. And if he's in the arena and you're playing each yeah. other, no way. Yeah, he's not the guy. <laughs> and I don't know, like, you would assume that, like, KG's rep as, like, a like pinnacle of shit-talking and, like, fucking with people's heads that should have been pretty well-known at that point. Yeah, so I don't know why man. Noah thought he could just, like, roll up on him. And it would be good. Like it would be like the thing to do. Cause he's used to doing whatever he wants. Yeah. Well. Not anymore. <laughs> anymore, cowboy. Well, not anymore. But okay. But they will be good. Well, I don't know about good. They'll definitely be better than last year. Okay. Well, what about what about the Knicks? Or no, sorry, uh, the Cavs. The Nets. The Cavs. Oh, the Cavs. Let's, go, let's oh. get right to the Cavs. I mean, I don't see anybody beating them in the East. Um, so they only lost. Um, what's that? Della Vidova. They lost him and. Oh, that's right. Delhi's gone. The big guy. Who was that? Who was their center? That Russian. Was he Russian? Who? Oh, Mozgov? Mozgov, yeah. Oh, really? Where'd he go? Oh, he signed some. He signed some big contract somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, he was like the first one, and everyone was like, "What is this? Yeah. This is how it's gonna be." 
And then it was. That was. He's like, yep. Um, but I think those are the only two that they, of people of any consequence, that they lost. Um, yeah, those are the only two people that really played any significant amount of minutes that are not coming back this year. And even like, I don't know. I'm not sure who's the backup point guard for this year, but they'll, they'll miss Delavadova. He wasn't playing that much in the playoffs, but he was very useful in the regular season. Yeah, I think um, I think it's it's going to be Mo Mo Williams. Oh, he's still around. Isn't he? Am I? Didn't he? Was he on the team last year? He was. He he got some playing time too in the finals. They put him in there a couple times. Yeah, that makes sense. He's point guard, right? Or am I? Not uh, he does play point guard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about any other team in the East, really. No, like these guys will be all right. Like Atlanta will probably be pretty good again. Actually, yeah. Boston, Boston, Boston should be pretty good. Boston should be good. Uh, Detroit will be better, but there still be Detroit. Yeah, they still got a way to go. You know who could be good? Milwaukee could finally put it together this year with all those young guys. Hmm. Who did they? Who did they get? I don't think they added anybody. They oh, just, that's where Della Vadova went, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Della Vadova did go there. They're just a really young team with a lot of talent. Yeah, I mean, I don't. There's never really been a young team that was really. No, it doesn't really work in the NBA like that. You know, like college, yeah, you can come through with some very talented freshmen and right. two people, but in the NBA, you can't come through with a bunch of rookies, a bunch of second-year players and do much damage. Like, Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a, the season. like a recent example. Can't really think of... Can't really think of any. No, there, there isn't one. Um, like, the best young team that was actually good... Oh, uh, man, I can't... I actually can't think of a good example because they're like... They don't make the playoffs generally. They'll have, you know, they'll show flashes. Like Orlando could be good. They're the same. They're in the same boat as Milwaukee. Bunch of young guys. Right. Orlando's like that. Minnesota could Orlando, potentially yeah, be good Minnesota, in like three years. Apparently, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, number of ESPN podcasts, and they um, apparently a lot of people are really high on uh, Utah this season. Out of nowhere. Utah. I never even pay attention to Utah. Really? Yeah, I don't know. They got. I mean, I guess Gordon Hayward's pretty good. Yeah, Gordon is very good. Um, Trey Burke is still there, right? No, he's in. Uh, he's in DC no. now. Uh, um, I, can't, I can't name anybody on that team besides Gordon Hayward, and well, not Trey Burke anymore, but. John Stockton still on the team? Wow. <laughs> he's a backup point guard, right? They move him back up. Because he's like, what, like 50 years old? Oh, gosh. I mean, who are these guys that are supposed to be good? Portland, I mean, the, the West is always tough. Portland could be good again. Yeah. Well, this brings, sort of brings us up to the, the next thing, which is so you and I are in a – fantasy basketball league uh we have our draft later today yes we do and i've been thinking about my top 10 i didn't even see the draft order dang oh it, it hasn't been announced yet 
they, oh, okay. Yahoo sort of randomly picks it um, half an hour before the draft starts. Um, so, like, some of the best players this year? Yeah, so, I mean, my, my top three or my top five are probably... Um, uh, I think I got Russell Westbrook at number one. Oh, yeah, he's going to have a lot of numbers this year. Yeah. I mean, he was great. He was great last season. Yeah, he was really good last year. So I got, I think, him. I think Braun is my number two. Then Steph. Um, But then I think I'd go, I mean, apparently Carl Anthony Towns is supposed to be really good, but Mm -hmm. I would go, I'm going with, I got Hassan Whiteside in like my, my five or six. Really? Basically, just because I mean he's going to get a lot of usage this season, but like he's a like when it comes to blocks, like he's getting like four blocks a game sometimes. Sometimes like eleven. I think he got eleven blocks like multiple times last season. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's finding somebody that can generate blocks is tough. Like Anthony Davis is. Just unreliable now. I remember it, when he was, when he's on your, when he's healthy, he's fantastic. Oh yeah, but yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find some of these rankings, but he. I mean, he's excellent. I don't. Mm, I'm not sure how the addition of Durant is going to affect the fantasy yeah. value of these players on the I Warriors. Think, I think they have to. They're. It's going to be diminished a little bit. I think for Clay. Well, Clay and Draymond certainly. Yeah, and even for Durant, he's not going to be scoring as much as he used to. Right. I mean, I'd still say top 10, but... I mean, he's probably top 10. Boogie is probably top 10, too, just because of his usage rate. Like, yeah, so you, so you came in second last year in fantasy. Yeah. I came in ninth out of 10. And I was think I was looking back at it, and like my draft was, I think I was like drunk when I was drafting, <laughs> because I drafted Clay Thompson as my first round pick, which is good. No, I mean I think also out of ten, I, I think know. I had like the eighth pick too. So it was right. It's like Clay, and I think I got like Brooke Lopez in the second round for some reason. I know why you get him every year. I was about I, to bring it up, but you I did. Do. <laughs> I do. I do get him most. I don't know how you always end up with Brooke at some point, even this if you year, don't draft him. You pick not, him up during the I pick year. Him up, yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I think I had both him and Robin one year. I mean, he's uh, he's in for blocks. It's a lot of rebounds. He is. He's good for that. I think I yeah, and I had like I think I drafted like five or six centers for some reason. It was uh, my draft was all jacked up, and I just spent the whole season trying to recover from it. <laughs> and I failed spectacularly. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Like it's it's hard. You, like you got to find for fantasy. It's like those top ten players or whatever, yeah. and then you're just looking for those high usage guys on bad teams. You know, those guys that are just jacking it up or like grabbing a bunch of rebounds. Right. 
Um, and I don't know. And the Lakers are tricky. I don't think I'm going to draft any of the Lakers. Like, yeah, I think I had D'Angelo Russell last year. I think. I, I think so. I, I, I usually try to draft an OSU player too. Yeah. And then Harden's up there, right? Harden's a top ten player, right? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he's like top five. Huh. Which top I guess five. he's. I mean, he's going to be getting more usage this this season. With mm. um, with what's his face gone? The guy with um, who? Kobe yeah, Bryant. That the uh, now on on the Rockets. That that guy with um, why did I say Kobe Bryant? I was thinking about the Angelo. He um, has like like six kids with like seven different women. Oh, Dwight. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Oh man, he's actually like you think of him as a terrible player, but fantasy wise, he's a decent pickup. He's yeah. good for a big man. I mean, it's not the type of numbers he had when he was young, which were incredible, but he still puts up solid numbers. Yeah, and you know, God, thinking about him, it's bringing me back to the OSU game because his Magic team beat Cleveland, two thousand nine, Eastern Conference Finals. That that was a tough one. That team was good. He was carrying that team. Oh, that was when they made like a million three pointers that all playoffs. They were just raining threes. Yeah, because it was it Ryan Anderson. Yeah, like Ryan Anderson, um, Turkaloo. I think Lewis Rashard, Rashard was it Rashard Lewis? He was draining a bunch of threes. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. I can picture him. Really good. I can picture that whole fucking Magic team. They were playing really good basketball. Devil, Who did they lose? Devil Who did they lose to that? Devil yeah. horns and devil tails because they beat my team. Who did they? <laughs> Who did they lose to in the finals? Lakers or something? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was the Lakers. That was the year that Vitamin Water had that ad campaign with the puppet LeBron and the puppet Kobe. Because no, everyone yeah. expected the the Lakers and the Cavs to meet up in the final. Dang. And then they felt like dummies. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good. It's a good one. <laughs> Don't even ask me. Huh? Sh- shout out to filling the lanes podcast. Um, what was the other one? Are there any? Carl Anthony, I forget. He's a. This is his second year, right? Right. Yeah. He his right. stats last season were pretty crazy. Yeah, he was good. I don't know. They're a tough. That's a tough team. Young guys are hard to draft. Yeah, I, yeah. I always with with rookies. I always wait till the last couple of rounds. Yeah, take a flyer on somebody. Like, ah, oh, sure, why not? Let's see what he does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staying away from Ryan Anderson this year. He's always such a tantalizing pick to me. You got your man Brooks. I got Ryan Anderson. Do you get, do you get him up. every year? I like at some point I always pick him up, and then I drop him. Then I bring him back because then he always gets injured out for extended periods. Yeah. But then I get lured back in. <laughs> He's like, ooh, look yeah, at me. I can, I can make a bunch of threes. That's like, oh, a shame. Gosh, a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right back. Welcome to Heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, 808s and Heartbreak is about, isn't it about Ryan Anderson? Mostly? <laughs> Most of the tracks are about it. Not the whole album. It is. It's Brent Ryan Anderson. 
um, you know, Anthony Davis, everybody that gets injured every year. Mm-hmm. What? Um, but what about the Bulls? They could be interesting team this year. Oh yeah, Wade Butler. Wade, I think Butler's Rondo, in my Butler's in my top Butler. ten. <clears throat> he should be. I don't know. They're gonna be. They'll be in the playoffs. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they they missed the playoffs last year, I believe. Yeah, they did. But they should be back this year. That guy's pretty good too, Dougie. I might pick up Dougie. I don't know. Maybe Doug, late. What? Doug? What? Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott. How is he, Dougie? No, I don't know. Nice. I just said that. I just said it. Okay, so that's not a, like his known because his nickname is McBuckets. Right. It could have been a Dougie McBuckets, but maybe I'm just making that up. My own nickname for him. Dougie. <laughs> Sounds like a McDonald's mascot. It's a big, just a big bucket of chicken McNuggets. By the way, we can, and this can lead us into our junk food segment just really quick. McDonald's has six-piece chicken McNuggets for one dollar, for limited time only. I remember. I remember. I was there when you saw that commercial. Your eyes. You were so excited. <laughs> That's right. That's when we were watching OSC. Yeah. You got so excited. You're like, one dollar. One dollar. Is that a typo? You almost, you almost ran down the block right there. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. They don't. They don't usually. Well, that McDonald's closes early. They don't. But they don't usually. It's like they don't usually have um, typos in ads if they're on oh. like like a national broadcast. But I was still like that. That can't be right. Mm. It's just one dollar. Still going. Special probably over by well, now. Well, it was just last week. <laughs> Maybe it was only for a week. Dude, I can't even, like, I don't even know how having a 24-hour McDonald's be, like, just within walking distance, a uh, very short walking distance of the place I've lived for, like, the last, God, I'm living here for, like, 10 years. How that's impacted my life. <laughs> My just sort of like, like overall career health. trajectory, health trajectory, career trajectory, wow. emotional trajectory. Just because of the McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I actually don't go there that often anymore. You used to. Didn't you get into a fight with somebody over there? Yeah, I don't know if we have to get into that in the podcast. <laughs> That may, I don't know if that happened either. It's possible I was just making that up when I told you about that. Fighting <laughs> no, people. Fighting people at the 24-hour McDonald's. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is New York McDonald's, man. They get something kind of wild. They do. They do get very wild. People want. You never know. They're they're one dollar. I'm surprised there's not a line out the door that's like blocking like the subway entrance nearby for the one with, the, with these one dollar one dollar for six, man. And how much do they usually cost? I think six is usually like two dollars. 
Okay. Or maybe two fifty or something. But um they but it comes with a sauce and they don't usually charge you if you ask for an extra sauce. Wait, how many sauces do you need for five McNuggets? I mean, if I can get two, I'd like to have some variety. Because I'll burn through that, that one sauce thing with, like, three McNuggets. I need them, I need them nice and saucy. What are you, what are you using? <laughs> Sweet and sour or that barbecue? Um, well, I got to get the ranch. And then, oh, the ranch one? That sounds gross. Okay, if I can get else? an if I can get an extra one, they actually have a um, what is it? it's like a is it habanero ranch or hobbit or chipotle ranch or something something like that. That's the extra one you go for. Yeah. So so you've actually been denied. I mean that one. Another I, one, and they say no. Well, or they they they'll charge you for it. Like a quarter. Yeah, it's like twenty five cents. Oh, okay. Didn't so, they just used to hand them out like whatever? I mean, you know, it's like a, it's an economy of scale issue. Like if you're doing that much volume, then it is a concern to just be giving them away. You know, the McDonald's in Columbus is probably they'll just like they just have them out. You know, that's why the fast food places here they don't have napkins out either because people just take oh, them. Oh man, right? People be taking them, they be throwing them on the ground. It'd be a mess. Yeah, napkins would be everywhere. Okay. Okay. So you've been doing your investigating, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, doing my, my due diligence on. Uh, but let's. We were so. Don't want to. I don't want to get away from the NBA because this week's uh, conspiracy segment involves the NBA. Ewing. Pat one Patrick. <laughs> Jehoshaphat Ewing. I don't know. I was wondering what you were going to (laughs) say. Well, he's from Jamaica. So, Pat one. Patrick Irminau Ewing. That's pretty pretty bad. You're going to have to edit. You're going to have to edit that. That's definitely going to get it out. (laughs) Irminau. Lord of Matthew. (laughs) Patrick One Dance. That that's that's even worse than the other one. Drake's doing that fake Jamaican patois. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that song is like I don't want to I don't want to get into the music name. That's the number one song on Spotify like all time. Number one forever. The most yeah the most streamed song in Spotify. Wow. So his middle name is Summer, right? Um. Well. The album came out in, I think, April. So it but, has the most number of streams ever in Spotify history. Yes, correct. A song that's less than a year old. Right. Wow, that's impressive. So Patrick Ewing's middle name is Aloysius. No, it's not. So really, my Jehoshaphat thing... It's not. I mean, I'm on Wikipedia... Somebody probably put that in there. Somebody like you messing around. <laughs> come, home, come home drunk one night with a bunch of chicken McNuggets. They're like, you know what? A bunch of chicken McNuggets, <laughs> a bunch of extra cash in my pocket because it's only one dollar. 
and just like I gotta kill some time while I eat these. Let me just Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Aloysius, really? Yeah. Hmm. Never would have guessed that. Okay. All right. So, anyway, the conspiracy about him, he was drafted uh, number one. Number one. Was it 85? Yeah, that was 85 draft. 85 draft. Went to the Knicks. Played at um, played at the Knicks for the next fifteen years, um, but was like by far the number one, far and away the number one, clear number one pick of that draft. Right, he was the clear number one that draft. Um, I mean, there were other good players, but yeah, it was guaranteed he was going number one. I mean, I think, I guess we're still with that era of like if there is a a, a center, um, you, you take the center. If I mean, who's number, who's number one this year? Was it was it Towns? Uh, I believe so. Oh wait, no, because wait, I'm getting mixed up. So the draft would have been in the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, this year's draft. Right, right, right. Oh, here we go with this easily Googleable information. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I don't even Let's know. I mean, Towns was definitely 2015. It was uh, uh, Ingr- Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Simmons. That's right. I was about to say Ben Ingram. Is that is that somebody? Brandon Ingram. Who's that? He was drafted second. Lakers got him out of Duke. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. So anyway, in the nineteen eighty five draft, other players of note: uh, Xavier McDaniel, Chris Dolan, Chris Mullen, Charles Oakley. Oh yeah, Charles Oakley was in that. I think Carl Malone was there too, right? Was it Carl Malone in that draft? Carl Malone was number thirteen. Yeah. Um, there were some other. Yeah, there were some notable players. This guy was there too. Joe Jumars was there. <clears throat> um, those are the only ones I remember because I was, you know, I was reading about this the other day. Who else yeah. was in the draft? So not a super strong draft, but no, but definitely like. I mean, Carl Malone. I mean, have you ever seen those old like highlights of Patrick Human in college? No, he was scary. He was scary dominant as a college player. Like he's so big, so athletic. Like, How did those uh, Georgetown teams do? Uh they won one championship, I believe. They, I think they went to the finals three times, two or three times, and won one. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, so they were fairly successful, yeah. I mean, fairly successful. Yeah, they were, it was a successful time. <laughs> you know, three finals. He only won one, though, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like I could win one if, if I, you know. Yo, I yeah. was, I remember I was on a, I was on a date one time, and this was like, this was, um, this was like right around the time I started really getting into like basketball and I, I, I didn't really get into it until fairly late, probably like, uh, like 2007, 2006, seven. Okay. Um, so I was on a date around that time and I was with someone, um, this chick who played basketball in high school. And I was like, um, 
uh, I was like, yeah, you know. And we were actually at a bar watching a basketball game for some reason, which I don't know even how I, I don't know how I swung that uh, as, a, as, a, as an actual date. It's ridiculous. Um, but I was like, yeah, you know, I really feel like if I had like really put in put in some effort, middle school, high school, like I, I feel like I could have made the NBA. <laughs> And she she busted out laughing and then continued to laugh for roughly I mean, I think I think I was able to finish my drink that I had. An uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What made you say that? Um you know, just like ego um, lack of understanding about how hard it no but I was serious too Mm. and (laughs) it's funny like you know you've known me for a long time you played at the collegiate level Um, yeah like it's in and in retrospect it's like I was like what in the fuck was I thinking (laughs) with that that is some super cockiness. That's like, you know, man, just someone with like a, just, you know, it's the, like the phrase, a little information is worse than no information or something. There's a quote <laughs> like that. Because I, I have little information about basketball and I was, I got super cocky. And I wasn't even trying to impress her or anything. Like I was, like I actually meant it. <laughs> you were dead serious. Yeah. Like, dang, I could be out there. I could be, we could be. You could be watching me. I just applied myself. I was younger. <laughs> um, but anyway, we wow, we've gotten way off track. Anyway, so the, the the conspiracy is that the the draft was fixed so that the Knicks could could get right Ewing. Um, this was back when they televised the actual picking of the draft order. Now at this point, and for the last few years, they just announce it. They just announce with the order and the actual picking is not televised. Um, no, they show the lottery, right? Um, no, they, because they, they don't, they don't pick at, well, for one thing, they don't pick out envelopes out of a, out of a bucket anymore. Um, but it's all pretty, it's the, the draft is just announcement of the order. They don't show. No, the they do the lottery. Out. They have the lottery. But what are you, what are you, what are you saying that, that they actually show? They televise the lottery. But they televise the order after it's already d- determined. Outside of the lottery. Correct. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. So back in the day. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. They but- used to actually pick the envelope out of a bunch of envelopes, open the envelope. Hey, the Knicks got number one. Right. What, what I'm saying now is they. It's possible they still do that. I mean, they they talk about ping pong balls now. So they I do. Yeah. This is all the lottery. But they don't show they don't show the ping pong balls. They yeah, just, they do. They show it at halftime, usually during the finals. What? Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. So I'm just completely wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> like the, they'll they'll do the lottery. So the I'm sorry, they show the ping pong balls at No, because it's but you no, 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 no. Because I'll send you a video. And I've and I've been I've been to the draft. I went to the Barclays draft, I think in um like oh. twenty fourteen. Okay. 
and it's just like people, people, you don't know the draft out. So if they if they televise it during the finals, people would know the draft order in advance of the event. You do know the draft order in advance. No, you don't. That's the whole reason they do the the event is because it's they reveal the the order. Are you serious? Yeah. No. What? What? You have a link? What? You don't have a link. So they do the they do the lottery, right? The lottery is for whatever, like the ten worst teams. I forget oh, the I know. So so that's. Oh wait. Oh fuck. Then, okay, sorry. Yeah. And then the rest, the rest is just predetermined is, by people's records or so whatever. The, the event is which player they're picking. Right. The actual draft. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't tell so about. They didn't always tell about. So they know that. the order. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, you're right. They know the you know order. The order. They yeah, don't know, you know which the order player. The order. They don't know which player. That's the reveal. Oh man, I just like went off on like five minutes of just just being flat out wrong. It's okay. It happens to everybody. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. With the eighty-five draft, which was televised, or the draft order, the draft. No, the actual draft. Wait. No. Okay. This was the first year of the lottery. <sighs> So the lottery was introduced in 1985. Prior to 1985, it was straight up worst team got the number one. Oh, pick. it was. It was. It was like the NFL. So it was. Um, except, I didn't know this. So all of this went into my research. Oh, thank God! Thank God, someone did some research because I'm like um, just spewing like absolute nonsense. It used to be an actual coin toss. So wow. you would have the worst worst team from the East. With the worst record, whoever's from the East from the worst record, West with the worst record, and then they would flip a coin to see who got the first pick, and then the whoever lost would get the second pick, and then it just went straight up by, um, by you know, worst record, right? Okay. Um, Donald Sterling was the king of tanking. I found some awesome images of Donald Sterling, some old school ones. Oh, <laughs> um, so they were pretty terrible, and that's the I, first thing. David Stern like, changed when he came in. He's like, no, we're getting so that rid was, of the Was system. that Stern's first year? Yeah, that was Stern's first year, and he created the lottery. Oh, okay. And the NBA was in dire straits, not like dire straits, but it wasn't anywhere near what it is now, the popularity. There were a lot of players on drugs. Um, it wasn't making money. The New York right. team was terrible. Right. They were coming up on a new, they needed a new TV deal, or they just signed one. I think it was with CBS. Um, for a couple things, I think um, they actually paid USA Network to televise the lottery. The cable they paid them network? Like 40, yeah, they paid them to televise it. Oh, wow. This, this initial one, I believe. Okay. Um, and so... They were doing poorly. Stern came in. He was like, "No, this can't go on. This, this just deliberate tanking to keep trying to get. You know, you lose to win. You know, this is no good. You gotta try and change the system. Right. There's no incentive to win. You know, if you know that you've got a 50-50 chance of getting number one draft pick as long as you get the worst right. record. Right. Um. I mean, it worked out well for a lot of teams. I mean, that's how the Rockets ended up with Akeem Olajuwon and Ralph Sampson. So like, mm. it worked for some people. Um. <clears throat> so. This was the year where he came up with the lottery idea, mm -hmm. and not everybody was happy about it. Uh, of course, you know, and everyone knew, like we said before, Patrick Ewing was the consensus number one. No, nobody else even close. Right. Um, and the feeling around the league was that 
they needed him to come to New York uh, um, just to get the exposure, to get new TV money, just for the overall good of the league. Like he would be best in New York. Right. That was that was everybody. Everybody came to that conclusion. And I guess in '85, New York wasn't too far removed from a championship because right. Like I think it was like late seventies, six, seventy-seven, something like that. I think they won. Right. It was late. Yeah, late seventies. They had just won. Um, <clears throat> so that's how I think that was part of the origin. And then they had to come up with this whole system because they'd never done it before. So they needed, but they used those big envelopes because they needed people to see them on TV. Right. So that was the. They didn't. That's why they didn't use the balls or anything else. They were yeah. terrified. They were terrified. I mean, that it is, it's a pretty break. good. That's a good marketing <clears throat> idea. Like it's. Yeah. It's pretty. It's entertaining. It is. It was. It was very entertaining. I mean, I look at it now. People love it. Um, but you, you know, there's people get really into it. Like they watching like the YouTube clips and, and seeing it. You can see the one that gets. So people <laughs> get. You, you're saying people get into this specific specific draft. Yeah, this one and different drafts. Like. They're, what people really like to see are the reactions. The reaction right. shots are pretty good. <laughs> right. like holding their head in their hands. Yeah, slamming the table. All the faces people make. Donald Sterling <laughs> looking like fucking Pizza the Hut. You got to do this every episode. Huh? Gotta, gotta, work it, gotta work it in. Gotta work it in. <laughs> everyone. But um, so for this one, they took out the envelopes. In, uh, and then they laid them all out, and then they just revealed them one by one, from you know from whatever from number seven to number one. Okay. Um, part of it also, I think, I think that was the first year that they were allowed to be in it. It got, I don't remember, but the Knicks. Um, so part of this conspiracy theory is that it was frozen, so he knew which one to pull out and. Right, the, the, the envelope itself was had been frozen and right. then placed in the draft so that he could feel <clears> out <throat> the cold one. That's the right. mix. Boom. That is number one. Um, you can also see him fumbling around. Um, it fall when the next one gets it falls in when it goes in there. You can see that it is um, <clears throat> it, like the corner gets bent and it's folded. So people think that he knew the folded one, the creased one to grab. Right. And they're fumbling around. Um, it's also part of the conspiracy. This part I had no idea is that the um, they always hire like one of these. What is it like an insurance firm or accounting firm to like right. verify it or whatever? Right. So that firm um, was owned by yeah. There Daniel, you go. Daniel, Daniel Stern. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no Who's it? David Stern. They had some connection with the. Oh, it did. Oh, I was joking. Yeah. Yeah. So that. <laughs> Wait, so it was just like some mom and pop firm that like <clears throat> No, it was a big firm, but they had a big contract with Madison Square Garden ownership. Ah. I think let me look that one up real quick cuz I I had that one um right. Cuz that one was so in So the there. fix is, the fix is in if they confirm it. They were like, "Nah, like basically like, you know, make sure the Knicks get the number one pick or you're losing your contract with Madison Square Garden." That's what yeah. some people think. Okay. Um, and then like this one guy like went deep in analyzing the YouTube clip with this magician to see if he could <laughs> to look for David Stern doing some sleight of hand. Business. What? What? Yeah. What? What did you just say? 
people get people are getting so into it. Some YouTuber was, hired a mag magician uh, to yeah, hired some magicians to on his analysis. Yes, yes, to to analyze the the footage, the the lottery footage, to look at David's hands, David Stern's hands, to see if he was any, doing any sleight of hand to make sure that the next one wow, came out. That is... <laughs> I mean, I hope you get enough views to um, make enough money to, <laughs> the to result balance was, that was, out. The magician said it was it was inconclusive. Oh, that, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that, does that magician work for the same consulting firm that David Stone owns or whatever? It's pretty hilarious, right? <laughs> oh, and then David Stern's... <laughs> the mysterious <laughs> Sterny Endo. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, that guy's great. I mean, his reactions every like, July Fourth at, at Madison Square Garden. You can find him. He's in there. Check this out. Okay, here it is. Um, so Ernst and Winnie is the marketing. I mean, the uh, auditing firm, whatever accounting mm -hmm. people. They are also the auditing firm for Golf and Western, which uh -huh. is. Whatever golf and western is, I, don't, I didn't look that up. But they uh, it's like a own the company. they own the Knicks. Okay. So people are like, "Oh, I told them this is the Madison Square Garden president. He says it in jest. This is what he thinks." But hey, I told them to fix it sixty days ago. You call up Ernst and Winnie and you say, "If we don't get Hewing, you're fired." <laughs> but he said so. He's on record saying that though. Yeah, he's on record saying that. So if he, I mean, you know, if you actually do it, you're not gonna. You know, and then I think there that. was that, and then like David Stern, like famously, is very uh, quickly when asked about it, he got into this back and forth with Jim Rome. You know Jim Rome? Yeah, the sports talk guy. Yeah, so he's asking about it. It's like so Jim Rome like brings it up in when a casual it, way. When was this? Was this recent? Um, no, not recent. I don't even know if Jim Rome's still on the air. Is he? I, I think around somewhere yeah somewhere um so he's like so why did you why did you fix the draft david huh. like, come on come on man why are you asking me <laughs> come on cuz <laughs> it's like come on son and then he said something else outrageous and then david Stern's like all right you gonna ask me crazy questions i can ask you some crazy questions so david Stern just fires right back are you still beating your wife oh. <laughs> I mean, had, had Jin Rome been accused of that or something? No, but David Stern is just like to demonstrate the ridiculousness yeah. of the questioning. I mean, that that is like a, a trope, actually. It's, it's <laughs> about like uh, when people sort of analyze like journalism or bad, poor journalism, and they say, you know, yeah, they're asking you questions like, will you ever stop beating your wife? Yeah. So, so it's like a lose lose question. Right. Exactly. So that's what he's been putting. So Stern felt like he was putting him in the corner. So he asked him that. Yeah. And then they argued back and first and forth. And I think and then he just like walked away from the interview. <laughs> well, I mean, at least someone asked him. <laughs> yeah, but he says no. Of course, he always says no. Um, yeah. People, you know, people back then, people that were involved, there's, there's mixed opinions. People are like, you know, at that point in time, yeah, it would have been real easy to do it if you wanted to. Like, right. everything was so basic and like and low tech. Yeah, like, you could have if you wanted to. Did he do it? I don't. People are like, I don't know. This mix. People are like, I don't know. I 
some people are saying that they don't think it was fixed just because um, somebody would have talked by now. There hadn't been like multiple people involved, and yeah. the, the, their logic is that you know all those people <clears throat> wouldn't have been able to keep their mouth shut for this long. For this long, I mean, I don't know. You don't need that many people to to fix something like that. Maybe like I probably need what, like three, ten, ten, maybe, ten. I mean, two maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need that many. But yeah, so it it lives on. Stern, Stern always, you know, he denies it, but he doesn't. But he's like, well, if it was fixed, it worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, the Knicks. I mean, I guess you know Jordan had been drafted the year before. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, that's sort of when, I guess, 84, 85 is when uh, the Magic Larry Bird stuff would have been going. Right. It was like everything started turning around for the yeah. NBA right around that time. So it was good. It worked out. It worked out for Ewing. Yeah. Did they did they get, get to the finals? They did. Um, They did. I believe they lost to the Rockets. Right. The yeah. It was that when Jordan retired. Yeah. That was when I think the Rockets won back-to-back championships, right? They did, yeah. Yeah, and they With, they beat them uh, one year. I forget who they beat the other year, but they beat the next one year for sure. Right. Yeah, he made it to the I finals. Think it was the, it was the Heat. I think it was the Heat, right? It could have been. Like with like Tim Hardaway and them? Uh, yeah, that that I don't know. I don't know. I Yeah, I was it fixed? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess if if you if you're saying you you could have gotten away with it pretty easily, and there's all this other stuff where there's a huge pressure to make it like we gotta start getting serious about this shit. I, I don't know. I mean, Magic had already been around for like five years at that point. He was becoming pretty big, right? They were starting to become big. I mean, Jordan was creating a lot of buzz around the league. Yeah, so it's like, would you even need to? I mean, you probably don't want Ewing going to like a small market, but right, he could have. He could have ended up in like Sacramento. That would have been worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, the connections with the accounting firm. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I'd never heard of that either. It's a little suspicious, a little fishy. Yeah. Shit! I wish I fuck. I should have watched the that video of the of the thing of the draft well, before you're doing look this. For some, look for some sleight of hand. You know about that? <laughs> I mean, you know, in in one episode of my magician podcast that I do with um, another buddy, <laughs> we did devote an episode to just just sleight of hand tricks. Um, but. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting this really weird text from this guy. Okay, that is, that is off the record. Uh, anyway, okay, so I think we're good, man. This has been this has been a really sports-heavy podcast so yeah. far. Um, so let's move on. I think I had two more topics. I would think we can. Um, I'm not sure how much time we'll get out of them, but the first one is. Um, Top shelf liquor. Oh right. And specifically scotch and, and whiskey. I didn't know you'd like to drink that. Now 
I don't know how this came up. Oh, I do actually. Um, I was at a buddy's place, and we were just sort of kind of like watching YouTube clips. And he, there's an ad. He's really into like to ads, and there's an ad for Johnny Walker that had uh, you can you can Google it or YouTube it. Um, it has one of the guy. I'm blanking on this actor's name, but he's a Scottish actor. He was in um, Train Spotting and 28 Weeks Later. Um, I think those you were and McGregor? No. No, it's not. It's not the star. Um, but anyway, there's a, there's a an ad that's just one long take, six minutes, and it's one long take of him walking down this path and talking about the history of Johnny Walker, um, in a, in a sort of sort of comedic way. Um, it, it's it's pretty good, but it's it's cool because it's just one like long a, take. Mm, I think I've seen it. Yeah. Because their slogan is the "Keep on walking." Keep right? on walking, right? Yeah. yeah. And so. That got me thinking. That so that was the impetus of this me coming up with this topic, but because it is a cool ad. But I was thinking like, yeah, I don't, I don't spend tons of money on alcohol, like, and but when you when you do, I was I remember I was dating someone who was really into like top shelf uh, scotch, and Laphroaig was her favorite. Um, yeah, it's delicious. So I tried that, and like, yeah, like really good quality scotch is actually really good. And the only other time I've had it, uh, good quality stuff, was at, at um, a going away party for someone at work. And someone just like put down a credit card. And they're like, just get whatever you want, open bar all night. And um, so I was like, oh, OK. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> Took advantage of that. I was like, don't mind if I diddly doddly do. Um, so, I, so I got a shot of Johnny Walker Blue, which yeah. I believe is the top one. That is their top one, um, and I think I don't. I didn't see the bill, but I think the shot is like twenty dollars or something. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know what they charge. And it was great. Oh yeah, it's so smooth, it's delicious. So I don't know. Do you? What do you? Um, you, you like you like that stuff too? <laughs> <laughs> it's no really angle to this topic, yeah. but it's just like it just was on my mind. So you like that? Do you like that stuff too? Uh, so, what, so what you got on that? <laughs> um, you, you like good stuff? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I mean, I, think, I guess <laughs> we can take this and make it broader. Oh, I would oh say, please. Because <laughs> I, I have nothing past, like, literally the when we were planning this, like, the 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 the, the I, in the email just top shelf liquor like I know I saw that's that. all I, like, I got oh, okay. that's all got, I got on got this. some plans <laughs> oh he's about to drop some shit yeah I was, I was maybe maybe he's starting his own like, liquor company yeah that's gonna be talking about the barrels the casks and yeah. all this and oh that's right well we so we took the tour of um Kings County Distillery oh yes Kings County yeah that was pretty cool. It was. That's it's a local, cool. local Brooklyn-based um, distillery, but by, by these guys who started making whiskey in their apartment, I think, and then yeah, that's were sort of selling it door to door at bars on their own, and then it became popular, and so they started upgrading. So they have their own like full-fledged distillery in the Naval Yards, in Brooklyn. That's right. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. But sorry, uh, what, what were you saying? No, like I do um, like the top shelf. I don't necessarily 
I probably don't buy it when I go out very often. Like, I'll buy a bottle and have it, you know, at home. Um, but I do find that as of late, or just as I've been getting older, I don't, I don't buy cheap things anymore, I guess. Right. I don't, like, like I'm not going to go out. No, and that's buy good. I mean, like, that's, of, that's of, what you, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, in theory. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy a six pack of Bud Light, you know? Oh my God. Like, is that really, really? <laughs> okay. Okay, well. okay. That's good. It's the thing to do. Oh God! All right. Okay. Go on. No, but but um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say now. I got I got nothing. Man. No, you got you like yeah, you know, it's cool. You like getting high quality stuff. It goes across the board with your. I mean, we talked about your food purchases last last episode. My food purchases it sounded pretty pretty vaguely upscale, I guess. You gotta buy quality things, man. Food is yeah, 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 it I goes agree. in your body. It goes I've been trying. You. Yeah, you know, I've been trying to get better clothing lately. Um, but uh, what? No, sorry, no, I haven't been. I take that oh, okay. back. <laughs> right. Okay, I I would like to. I would like to invest more effort. It's just like I hate I hate clothing shopping, oh. so I try to do it in the most efficient way possible. Which is just like go to Uniqlo, grab a bunch of T-shirts, and call it a day. Because <laughs> I mean, also like I don't have to dress up for work, so right. It's a Makes things easier. a little easier for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Shopping gets annoying, but um, yeah, I haven't actually tried any new high quality stuff in a while. It's a good question. Um. I should get some, but I mean, with the scotches, they're so different, you know, depending on where yeah. it is from Scotland, you know, the terrain, there's the PD one, there's the, there's like the smoky version, there's the smoky one, like yeah. the ingredients they use. It's really interesting just how, you know, just the subtle differences, but you can definitely taste it. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Compared to like, you know, like the, the beer in the shot whiskey that you get. Wow. Yeah, that well whiskey. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. The, your beer and a shot days are behind you as well? Um, No, they're not. They probably should be. They probably should be. Six pack of Bud Light days are over. <laughs> That's in the rear view mirror. Fuck you think I rap for? Push a fucking rap for? That's right. <laughs> Rav Four is a decent car. Save, save. Toyota. It's good quality. I mean, imagine how many people felt bad about themselves when he said that. I'd have been like, dang, I have a Rav Four. Yeah, I, so. I, my high school girlfriend had a Rav Four. Nothing wrong with that car. It's it was great. Car. It was great. It looked like Snoopy because she had a white one. Oh, it looked like Snoopy's, Snoopy's head. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Good observation, Mr. Chua. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna edit out using my name, but um, <laughs> I know after I said it, I was yeah, like, "Oh, I know, yeah." Hey, um, I probably won't. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, um, can I talk? I, you know, where I went yesterday. I've never been there before. Um, I probably will never go back. Right. And I'm sort of disappointed. Um, 
in what I saw, but I went to Johnny Utah's last night. Oh my god. <laughs> god. <laughs> I was in an agreeable mood, so I was like, it was a suggestion, so I said, sure, why not? Let's just see where the night takes us. Okay. Someone I was with really wanted to ride that bull. Actually, sorry, I, I, I got to pee really bad, so... <laughs> I guess I will have to do some editing on this, so okay. I'm, we'll probably edit it. All right, anyway, yeah. I do want to hear this story, though. All but right. I want to, like, I, my urge to pee. Maybe I won't edit this part out, but <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Hold on one sec. Okay. Okay. Hello. Yeah, man. Hey, sorry about that. <clears throat> no problem. Okay. So, uh, oh, so you went, you, yeah. So Johnny Utah's, which is a bar in New York, uh, mid, it's in, the, in Midtown, right? Midtown, yeah. That is known, notable for having a mechanical bull, probably the only <laughs> one in New York. <laughs> so one of the people I was with really wanted to ride the mechanical bull. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, sure, we weren't that far away. So we walked over there, go in, and first thing we do, well, we had to go to the bathroom, so we go to the bathroom. And then they're looking for this guy. I was like, they're like, oh, he went to the bathroom. There was a, it ended up being like a big group of us. Oh, he went to the bathroom. I said, yeah, he did go to the bathroom, but he's gone. Like, I was, we went to the bathroom together. I'm here, so where is he? Nobody can find him, nobody can find him, whatever. He comes back, he shows up, and I was like, well, what, what were you doing? He was like, I was talking to the mechanical bull operator. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he had gone to the bathroom oh, God. and then immediately made a beeline for the mechanical bull man. So he's talking to the guy. 
I'll be like, all right, so what happened? also the guy who did that YouTube video where he's hiring people to consult <laughs> draft picks. Got to got to get in good with the mechanical goodbye. The slips him a twenty. Goodbye. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> give me that right. good. That good. Uh, bullin bullin. God, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> give me that good bullin. Um. <laughs> don't don't embarrass me. <laughs> so um, he oh so he tells us oh they had to shut it down for like thirty minutes. Um, you know, it can only run for whatever, like two hours at a time or whatever the amount of time it is. And then it's going to be back up in 30 minutes. Okay. So he was a little disappointed, but still excited and hopeful. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, so this added to my misery because I was at Johnny Utah <laughs> when, when, when all of this was happening with the Buckeyes. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching this. Oh, my oh, God. And to make it worse, this stuff, like hype man, this, he was like, a, that's all I can describe him as hype man. He was like the bull hype man. Is this, is this a different person from the bull operator, or I don't know. They might. It might have been the same guy he was talking. The bull to. operator has a hype man. I don't know. So Only in DJ. New York. <laughs> there's a DJ and some hype man running around, and this guy is a damn Penn State fan. So he's like trying to get people to start cheering for Penn State, cheering all the good plays. Wait, were they showing the game? Yeah, they were showing the game too. Oh, so I was yeah. watching. I've only been there like once, and I, I was pretty drunk, so I don't remember right. too much of it. And I didn't stay so long. I was watching that terror happen. Listen <laughs> to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to this guy hype it up. Be like, oh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Let's go, Penn State. Yeah, like, we're all what? Penn State fans here, right? <laughs> oh, man, it was awful. That part was so irritating. Pump it up, pump it up. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up, Penn State. But the place actually wasn't that bad. The people were, you know, people were having fun, whatever, doing yeah, that thing. Fine. Fine. Uh, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't go back, but it was a nice time to yeah. go for once. Yeah, um, where you know, where you are like about like spending your money on quality products. I, I, my version of that is only going to cool places. Oh yeah, in the in the lower in the Lower East Side. So. <laughs> So I think I got my priorities in order. I think so. You got them. I so got um, them. so the guy, it's been 30 minutes. He's like, all right, it's been 30 minutes. And so he goes back over. <laughs> He's clock watching and running up on the guy at 30 minutes. Yeah. He's there at 29 minutes, 29 <laughs> seconds. He's like, put me on that list. Put me on the list. Put me on the list. <laughs> so he comes back looking, you know, very disappointed. I say, well, what happened? The bull's not coming on, man. They shut it down for the night. <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? He was like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna leave," and then he just walks out. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't even finish his drink. He just put it down and walked he didn't out. Even what? He didn't even what? He was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, you don't, you don't have to say his name, but is this someone I know? Um, I don't know. You may have met him once. Oh my god! I've only hung out with him like that's, two times. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I had to stay there because it was like the fourth quarter. So I watched all that go down. Listened to that hype man. He was so excited oh when they won. Oh my god! And then, and then I left. Angry. Yeah, that's why. Like I was. Um, so I, I mentioned I have a buddy who went to Penn State, and right. I checked in with him because uh, he lives close to me. 
and I was like, oh, you you know, you're watching the game. Like, you know, I can come over, we can watch. He's like, ah, you know, you know, I'm not really that into, you know, I'm more of a pro football guy. He's a Pittsburgh fan. He's like, I don't oh, know. Okay. He's like, I'm shopping. Um, so I don't know. No, I'm not watching it. I was like, all right. Dang. So I actually, I watched it at um, Buddy's Place on the Upper West Side. And I mean, I couldn't, like, I couldn't be, there's no way I could be around a Penn State fan with that, that shit going on. Yeah, man, it was obnoxious, really obnoxious. And then I got, you know, I I woke up, I got some, t- I saw some text that he'd sent me, he was partying on me. <laughs> the worst, but he was, he did a good job too, because he was pretty, he wasn't like, there's was no exclamation points. He's like, hey man, you know, the better team won. Like, hey man, well, you know. hey, 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 you, you win, win some, you lose some. You win some, hey, you know. <laughs> Not the end of the world. Like, hey, hey, are you okay? <laughs> oh man, that's even worse. You, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he knew. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Dang. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, and then I had to come like, all you know, I fucking yeah, I rarely leave the Lower East Side, and like, so I had to come all the way back on the subway from the Upper West Side to the Lower East Side at late Saturday. Mm. Ugh. God. <laughs> ah, those fucking kickers. I know, man. I know. I don't like I don't I don't think I've even seen a block kick anywhere in football in like a, a year or two. No, there've been some this year has been there've been some good block kicks this year. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's so. All right, last topic I had. Unless, did you have anything else? Did you? I'm going through no. the, the email uh, thing. And this is this goes back to. Um, it was also Columbus related. Um, about Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh yeah. Clothing line. Um, which was started by, or I don't know if it was started by. Um, Les Wexner, who is a noted Central Ohio billionaire, um, who owns the Limited and I think Bath and Body Works and a few other things, and also Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, and, I did not know that. I didn't know he was involved with Abercrombie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he owns like limited brands, and then which is his like, parent company, and then they own right. a few a few things. Huh. Um, so, I came across uh, an article that the headline: Abercrombie and Fitch unveils new brand identity amid declining worldwide sales. And I was just very happy to see that because <laughs> uh, specifically the declining worldwide sales part. Um, Apparently, according to this article, the second quarter of 2016 saw sales slide by 4%. Mm. Um, which is a concern. You know, they're sort of in that, you know, like places like Uniqlo and high-end fashion places are doing well. But these sort of more middle, middle-tier places, I think, are, are not, not doing as well. Um as as they used to, I mean like so it would be like them and like what Hollister 
license like that? Well, I think I think the Hollister is actually like a subsidiary. Like, so like like the Gap. Uh, so there's Banana Republic, Gap, and Old Navy, and they're all same company. Um, right. So America, Abercrombie and Fitch has Hollister, which I guess would be like their Old Navy, and if Abercrombie and Fitch is the Gap. Um, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the reason I have this like loathing for Abercrombie and Fitch is because where we were growing up, it was ve- that clothing was very popular. Um, but specifically amongst the people who like bullied me right. in in middle school, specifically, and so it's sort of yeah. So it really like like I have like a really visceral reaction. Even like like no, no one in New York really wears Abercrombie that much. Um, no, but people line up at that store. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you know, so there's okay. So there is an Abercrombie that that used to be like my old office. Um, it's like right across the street from that. This is the Abercrombie store on Fifth Ave, actually right across the street from the Trump building, and it's right next to the Prada <laughs> building. Um, but uh, what, the f- oh, what was that? That's the noise I, I keep talking about. I have no idea what caused that. Anyway, so people actually, tourists come and they line up so there's frequently a line to get into the Abercrombie store, but I've never been in, and that's not actually a line to what I've heard. And this it sounds dubious, but this is what I've heard is that that's not a line to get into the store because you can just walk in. It's a line to take photos with the models. Oh, with those guys that stand there. Yeah, the topless guys. Oh. Okay. I could see that. Yeah, but I mean, also for them, it's like it's good marketing to like have a line outside of your store all the time. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's, there's no good reason. I mean, I don't care about you know the label, but it's like it's just like it, like yeah, like like I was bullet. Like there's this one dude. I won't put his name out there. Who was just like had it in for me. He was a huge asshole. And then, but he wore Aub- like everything Abercrombie. Um, and there's this other, I think there, I don't even, I don't even know if I should be admitting this. I mean, I guess I can, I guess it's all right. It's fine. There's also this chick that used to bully me. Um, this, <laughs> which I think she, with her was more just head games. And I don't know if she like, maybe she actually had a crush on me or something she didn't really know how to express it, but she would just always fuck with me and like fuck with my head and just be like, Hey Cal looking good today. And then just bust up laughing with her friends. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I might edit this part out too, but low key burn. Yeah, exactly. That was, but that looking was, the, that was the thing to do back today. then. Hey, oh, is that a new, is that a new, what is, what is that? Is that a new Burlington Coat Factory shirt? I don't know. Anyway, so but I, clearly it it really affected me. It carried me, carried to this day. To when I saw that headline, I was like, I was like, oh, um, like it was like, fuck. I'm trying to think of a good song that's like rousing. It was like it's like Seeger Rose's Hoppy Pola. Do you know that? No. Okay. Yeah. That's. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know this. I know it's it's the it's Jigger their big Rose, song. It's like I, mean, I dun, cannot dun, dun, think out of that. It's their big like celebration song. Um, that was going on in my head when I saw this headline. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I, did did you? Did you have any Abercrombie? Like, did you go? Like, I mean, back in the day too, I wouldn't have even been able to afford Abercrombie. So it was like no, it was, it was completely, complete, yeah, it was completely off the table. Like the pants, like yeah, like a pair of cargo pants. You just look, you're looking at like seventy, eighty dollars or something. Yeah. Um. No, I never got them. Never had it. Mm-hmm. Um. Was not interested. But it was certainly expensive. I've been in the store like maybe once. I knew somebody that worked there. But actually, only here. They worked in the New York. They worked in the New York store, right? Um, so I went there a couple times, but um, no, I was never a fan of their stuff. Never, never into yeah, it. And I think I, mean, I think part of it has to do like with you know with the actual clothes, and then there's what you were talking about, just like the people that wore it. Yeah, them, and there's like a certain image that they try to convince, like in their because they're known for their catalogs that like they're oh uh, yeah that have like. Like they sort of got like a like a rap like uh, the American Apparel dude like in their right. their photos ads with, with their models and stuff they sort of got that sort of thing, but it's funny like the owner of it is this like the guy who runs it not not Les Mexner but this other dude is like he's had statements or like there's been people who've come out and said you know in meetings he's like I don't want any ugly people working here uh, yeah that's but right. then if you he look looks- at him he looks like fucking like looks like a fucking uh, Frankenstein fucked Pizza the Hut or something. Like he looks Yeah, like he looked weird. And he's had a lot of work done on his face, I in in my opinion. So that I don't get yeah. sued. Lionel, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it looks like it. Yeah. But he's yeah, so like oh God. But that's that's just typifies like the whole their whole thing. But I mean clearly some people are into it. Mm. They no. were apparently not not as much as they used to be. Well, four four percent less <laughs> every day. Four percent less. Another four percent. Another every quarter. Another four <laughs> percent. Take it to the bank. Or take, well, take it away from the bank. That's right. Delete that from your account. At some point, you know, four percent. Another four percent. I guess if you keep just subtracting by four percent, you'll never actually get to zero. But good. <laughs> that's it. And that's our statistics segment. For the, for the but it's bad. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad for you. <laughs> just <Yeah>. know that. <laughs> know that. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we got to all all of our topics. I think. I think that's pretty good. Is there anything else? Um, no, that's good. We got our, our draft in an hour. Got the draft um, coming up in an hour. Yeah, that's right. Let's be the, ready. The draft order will be revealed in uh, half an hour. All right. I'll be ready. All I'll right. Be watching. I'll be waiting for your Brooke Lopez pick. <laughs> <laughs> slip up and pick him first somehow. <laughs> God. Like, imagine if the, the auto draft, instead of like drafting the best players or ranks them like your tendencies yeah. so it knows your drafting history so it's got Brooke 
like your personal draft order yeah, is like, like way a, up there. Like an algorithm, like recommend <laughs> recommended pick, and then I'm gonna like go away to go to the bathroom or something while I'm just, it's gonna auto pick for me. <laughs> recommended pick. Broke Lopez. No. <laughs> well, I know I have that my one guy in the draft who always gets Kobe, and oh yeah, he's gonna be sad. I think man. I think he got Kobe like second round last year. He got him early last year, and people were clowning on him. Yeah, <laughs> as they should. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. Cool. I'm signing off. All right. We're out. All right. Later. Let's go to theme music. And insert theme music here. Seeger <laughs> <laughs> Rose's Hoppy Polo. <laughs> uh, okay.